Good morning. Welcome to Celebration Church. Let's all stand together as our campuses join with us over in Appleton and Stevens Point. And let's recite together the Apostles' Creed. This is our statement of faith. This is who we are, what we believe at Celebration Church. We believe in God, the Father Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who for us and for our salvation was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead, and on the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the fellowship of believers, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. You may be seated. Good to have you with us this morning. And again, good morning to you in Stevens Point and Appleton, as well as the people who watch us on television and so many all over the world who watch us online. Uh, tonight, we're going to be in uh, Stevens Point at our Stevens Point campus for our Welcome to Church Night. If you're new to Celebration Church at our campus there and uh, considering being a member, we'd love for you to come out. I'm going to be coming over. Pastor Bob's going to come with me. I don't know who else is coming, but at least the two of us. And uh, get a chance to uh, meet with you and uh, uh, get a chance for you to meet some of the key people at our campus over in Stevens Point. And also to answer any questions you might have about the church. Anyway, just looking forward to meeting you guys. Uh, we'll be doing the same thing here tomorrow in Green Bay uh, at 6.30. 6.30 tomorrow or tonight in uh, Stevens Point. 6.30 tomorrow here in Green Bay. Same deal. If you're new to the church and want to know more about it, we would love to meet you, answer any questions that you might have. And we'll be doing the same thing uh, the next night in Appleton. Busy boy running around. Again, looking forward to meeting those of you new to the church in uh, Appleton and uh, looking forward to uh, answering any questions you might have. All three start at 6.30 and there will be pizza, praise the Lord. <laughs> I go for the food. No, I'm looking forward to meeting all of you. Uh, we are doing a, another missions outreach. We've got various types of missions outreaches that we do throughout the year. Uh, that you continue to support and make possible, and we want to encourage you. Uh, and we're grateful that you do it. Continue to be even more grateful. Look for opportunities for God to bless you financially so you can say, hey, I got some extra money. Let's give this into missions and touch more people's lives. We're doing an um, outreach next uh, month uh, in June with uh, Jimmy Bratcher. We're going to be going to five prisons, federal prisons, uh, around the Midwest and uh, sharing with them the love of Christ and encouraging them. Jimmy's going to be playing. I'm going to be in the band jamming along with them and uh, expecting to touch uh, or uh, get connected with 3,000 inmates throughout this thing. You know, Jesus said someday on Judgment Day, he said uh, he's going to come to some people and say, I want to thank you for visiting me when I was in prison. And the Lord said, they're going to ask me, when did we ever see you in prison? And he says, whenever you did it for these, you did it for me. So this is a way for us. Maybe you can't come, but you can help support it and continue with your missions giving. We are looking for four volunteers, four men, preferably larger than me, to, <laughs> to help carry stuff 
All right? It's, uh, we need some roadies for the road. It's a lot of work carrying these things. It's, they have all the equipment and stuff like that. But it's a lot of fun. We are going to have a blast. Uh, we're going to be running around for basically a week starting uh, June 9th uh, through the 15th. If you are at one of our campuses and say, man, I would love to do this, uh, let your campus know, or we have uh, sign-ups out today, uh, and let them know you'd like to be uh, considered to come. What we need is obviously some guys who can take a week off of work, but also who can carry their own expense. And it's basically about $1,000 for the travel and the meals and hotels, whatever like that. So if you got an extra $1,000... And, would like to, and you can take the week off and would like to come and hang with your pastor and Jimmy Bradshaw for the week as we go to these prisons just to encourage these guys and uh, bring some positive light into their lives. Please uh, let your campus know so that we can find four guys to come and do that with us. Then at the end of that week, we're going to be coming back to Wisconsin. Uh, and that Friday, this is the, fr- the weekend of Father's Day, Friday night we're going to be in Stevens Point, Stevens Point for a big hang out with everybody and food and a concert. We're gonna, the band's going to be playing there. And then on that Saturday night, we're going down to Appleton, and we're going to be doing a concert at the Appleton campus. Big hangout again. And then that Sunday, Father's Day, Jimmy will be in the pulpit here. He'll be preaching and sharing uh, with all of us, and then the band's going to be jamming out there for all the fathers and everybody hanging out on Father's Day. Keep all that in mind. All right, we have been in a series. This is kind of like a... Every once in a while I get into these very long series, <laughs> and it's okay, uh, and it's good. It's to learn about uh, significant events of the Old Testament. But as we go throughout the year, we often take pauses from it to deal with other issues and stuff, and I'm going to do that today. Today I want to talk to you about the importance of the name of Jesus. Now, in John the, uh, 14th chapter, the 6th verse, Jesus gave this very famous uh, word where he said, I am the way, the truth, And the life, no one, everyone say no one. No one comes to the Father except through me. This is a very powerful statement and a very strong statement, a statement that gets some people upset. There are people who think all roads lead to heaven and you just happen to pick one that's from the Christian viewpoint, but that's really not what Jesus taught. Jesus taught there's one road to heaven and it's him. Uh, He is the Messiah, the Son of God, God in the flesh, who came to this earth to live amongst us, uh, teach us, instruct us, and then sacrifice on that cross for the sins of mankind so that we might have forgiveness of sins. So it's very, very important. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to God except through me. And then he talked a lot, always emphasized about the importance of doing things in his name. Big things, important things, even the most simple of things. Like we read in Matthew, he said, whoever welcomes a child in my name welcomes me. He says again in uh, Matthew, he says, wherever two or three are gathered in my name, as we are right now, there I am with them, he promises. In the Gospel of Mark, he says, truly I tell you, anyone who gives so much as a cup of water in my name, because you belong to the Messiah, will certainly not lose their reward. John, the 14th chapter, and I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. He says again, you may ask me anything in my name, 
Anybody seeing a pattern here? And I will do it. Jesus said in the Gospel of John, the 15th chapter, you did not choose me. I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. He goes on and on and on, talking about doing things in his name. The disciples then, after the resurrection, went and preached all over the world in the name of Jesus. It's very specific. It wasn't just going out there telling anyone all roads lead to heaven. They went preaching the gospel that through the name of Jesus Christ, salvation is made possible. Peter, in his very first sermon after the resurrection, was preaching to the people. He said, you need to repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Why? For the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. In Acts it says, on hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Are you still seeing the pattern here? Paul wrote to the Philippian congregation. He says, therefore God exalted him, talking about Jesus, to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow uh, in heaven and on earth and under the earth. I mean, everywhere. And every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. There's something we all must be very acutely aware of. That spiritual practices, everything that we do, is done in the name of Jesus very specifically in the name of Jesus. This is not some religious country club that we belong to and just everybody be nice and believe in God and cosmic powers and it'll all work out. That's not what we teach. It's not what Christians teach. We teach, and this is virtually any Christian unless those who've been totally corrupted otherwise, virtually every major Christian group in the world teaches very specifically in the name of of Jesus. Just praying to or opening oneself to God in general or the power of the universe or to universal spirits or the energy of this cosmos is not consistent with Christian teaching. And that's to say the least. You just don't connect with God that way. There are millions of people who believe otherwise but they are, quite frankly, wrong. It's not the way it works. It's like someone asking me, Pastor, what's your phone number? And I say, it doesn't really matter. You can punch in any number. All numbers lead to Mark. <laughs> well, you can try that all day long, and it won't work. It is very specific. We are supposed to pray very specifically in the name of Jesus. Virtually every Christian organization prays specifically in the name of Jesus. Some of our more traditional brethren pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Same deal. They're identifying with the cross of Christ. You'll hear them over and over again, even in the most traditional churches throughout their Worship, sir, in the name of the Father, Son, everything in the name of the Father, in Christian church, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Why? Because this is what we are taught. This is what it's about. We are to pray very specifically in the name of Jesus because just opening yourself to any spiritual power without specifically connecting to Christ is opening yourself up to potentially demonic 
powers. We remember that there's not just God, there's also the devil. Not only is the Holy Spirit in the world, but the Bible teaches us many, many, everybody say many, many, that's more than one. Many false spirits are in the world. And you just opening yourself to the cosmos, you open yourselves up to false spirits. At first they seem warm and fuzzy, but at the end it can be very damaging in your life. Christians are warned over and over again in the New Testament to be careful to not connect with just any random spirit out there in the cosmos. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up, last year I talked a little bit about this. You know, there are wonderful people in our congregation, you know, and, and oftentimes in our zeal, they're just excited about anything spiritual. And they were getting caught up in all kinds of just cosmic spirit things and thinking, well, this is just a version of Jesus. There is no version of Jesus. There's just a Jesus. Everybody say amen. All right? That's the way it works. This is what is taught. This is not some radical thing I'm telling you. This is pretty much basic Christianity. I don't care if you're a Catholic, Baptist, Pentecostal, whatever the deal is. Everybody understands this is basic, fundamental Christian teaching. So I spoke about some of those who are getting into these things and warning you, don't go down this path. But these things keep popping up all over the place in all kinds of new agey versions of whatever. And the Bible warns us against it. warns us against getting into things like tarot cards and Ouija boards and all kinds of spiritual things. Why? So well, I'm just connecting with God. No, 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 you're not. You're connecting with who knows what in the world is out there. You're supposed to do this very specifically to make sure you're connecting safely with God. Now, recently my wife and I were at uh, Aurora Hospital and she's doing chemo and stuff and this lady comes along and she starts telling my wife about how to deal with her pain. And uh, they're suggesting doing these Reiki exercises where they come and they try to channel the power of the universe into relieving your pain and stuff and of course we said no thank you <laughs> okay I contacted the hospital because I got a big mouth and uh and said what you know what are you doing I mean come on you know this is this isn't exactly science here and it's kind of a, a weird thing to be doing and certainly you're approaching people who are the most vulnerable right someone's in pain I mean Someone who's drowning, man, they'll reach out and grab a sword and cut their hand trying to save themselves. I, just, I, I was just a little concerned, to say the least. Uh, and, uh, you know, they listened to me very politely and diplomatically told me to stuff it, which is fine. It's fine. They don't answer to me. They don't have to answer to me. I'm not the Lord of the universe. I'm just a Christian pastor and concerned about things that I think are being presented in a way that is not helpful to people, and I just raise my concerns. Now, to tell you a little bit about Reiki, Reiki is made up of two Japanese words, Rei, which means God's wisdom or higher power, and Ki, which means life force energy. So Reiki actually means spiritually guided life force energy. Uh, now, they claim, as the hospital told me, well, Reiki is not a religion. <laughs> yeah, do any simple look at it, do any simple search on your phone on Reiki, you will find very quickly that in fact it is a religion, even though they say it's not a religion. 
Uh, it's founded in uh, Eastern religions, particularly Buddhist foundations. Uh, and they say it's not a religion, but all you got to do is look up the definition of a religion. I went to Webster. Religion, a principle or system of beliefs held to with faith. It is a religion. And by the way, don't fall for people who do one thing and then say that's not what they're doing. This happens all the time. This is fundamental. People get in people's heads and mess with them. At all levels. It's like politicians who raise taxes and they say, oh, I didn't raise taxes. Yes, you did. Oh, no, those were user fees. You know what I'm saying? They call them all sorts of things. But it's the same thing and they think you're stupid. Sadly, a great many of our citizens are in fact stupid. And, you know, and even though they say, oh, he said it's not raising taxes, so it must not be. Hello? Don't listen to what people say. Look at what they do. I can say I love you, but if I treat you like garbage, well, he says he loves me. <laughs> you know, hey, there's a lot of people like that. A lot of people in bad relations. A lot of women in bad relations where their husbands beats the snot out of them, but tells them they love them. Hello? Don't just listen to what someone says. Look at what they do. It's like those who advocate the government run everything, but then they say, well, that's not socialism. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> that's the very definition of socialism, right? But they like to say that it's not because dumb people go, oh, oh, it's not. It's what they do, and we've got tons of these people all over the place. This is the classic way to dupe anybody. You rob them and convince them you're not robbing them. I'm here to help you by taking all your money. Oh, he's just here to help me. No, he's ripping you off. It's like me punching you in the face and then saying, I did not punch you in the face. I merely applied pressure to your face. This is what people do. This is what all kinds of organizations and things do. And this is precisely what this little group of people do. Running around saying it's not religion. It is in fact definitely religious based. In fact, even to learn it, you can't even learn. Listen to what, this is what they say on their own website. An amazingly simple technique to learn, the ability to use Reiki is actually not taught in the usual sense. In other words, it's not taught at all. <laughs> but it is transferred to the student during a Reiki class. This ability is passed on during an attunement given by a Reiki master and allows the student to tap into the unlimited supply of life force energy to improve one's health. And they say definitively, Reiki is not a religion. But by their own words they say, but it is important to live and act in certain ways, that is recommended, to practice certain simple ethical ideals. Well, how's that different than any religion? It's what we do. We preach you and tell you live in a certain way. Be kind to people. Turn the other cheek. Don't be a big fat jerk. Forgive people, right? But not. Reiki, apparently, it's not a religion. It goes on to say that if you're going to be involved in Reiki, on, by their own words, uh, it must include an act of commitment to improve oneself in order for it to be a complete system. You have to follow the ideals that are guidelines for living. And how is that not different than any religion? Well, the way they hide around it is, hey, well, you can do Reiki and practice any religion you want. Well, okay, then say it's a non-exclusive religion. 
There's people like that. I'm married, but I have sex with anybody. All right, that's a little creepy, all right? But just because you say it's one thing doesn't make it something. It's a non-exclusive religion, but don't try and fool people. It's not a religion. And for heaven's sakes, contrary to the fellow I talked to at the hospital, it is not scientifically based in any way, shape, or form. Now, this is not against the hospital. We're not against Aurora. We go to Aurora, great people, and there's all kinds of doctors and nurses here that work there. In fact, if you talk to most of them, they'll tell you they think this is voodoo nonsense. But they're into it, and that's what they want to do. All you have to do is go online and look at all the studies that definitively conclude that there is no evidence to suggest that Reiki is an effective treatment for any condition. There is no scientific basis for it at all. Well, people say, well, I did it and it really helped. I felt so, okay, but it's not the spirit of Jesus. You know, the, the Bible warns us about spirits is because they're real. They're real. And they can affect you negatively. Worst case, being possessed of a devil. You believe that's possible? Of course it's possible. We read about it in the Bible. Now, it's not like Linda Blair in The Exorcist where her head spins around on her shoulders. You know. But there's people who are very controlled by evil spirits, and it's a bad thing. Now, in all fairness to Aurora, they're not a Christian hospital. There are Christian hospitals, and virtually all of them have nothing to do with this. Catholics, Baptists, all of them. Catholics have a whole statement here that came out in 2009. We don't do this. Because they say, uh, and I quote, it is not consistent with uh, either the findings of natural science or in Christian belief, and urge Catholic healthcare facilities and clergy not to promote or support it. There is little to nothing to say that this is legit. Now, people say, well, it's just how I connect with God. And in fact, what I talked about last year, people say, well, this is how I talk to God. No, 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 no. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one, everybody say no one, comes to the Father except through me. Now, my objection and why I'm speaking about this is just because of the danger of opening yourself to any random spiritual force. This is not to attack them. This isn't about them. It's about me talking to you. I'm your pastor. I'm not their pastor. I told them my concerns. They blew it off. They can do whatever they want. Again, they're not a Christian hospital. Uh, We are supposed to, as pastors, warn against such things. Here's what Paul wrote to Timothy, who was a young pastor. He said, preach the word. Be prepared in season, out of season. In other words, be ready all the time. Correct, rebuke, and encourage. Now, people enjoy pastors who encourage, not so much rebuke and correct. That's the unpopular side of our job. But sometimes we just have to stand up and say, no, 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 not me. We're not beating up on anybody. Just don't do that. He says, and do it with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. I believe that time is definitely past here. Instead, to suit their own desires, they'll gather around a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want them to hear. They'll turn away their ears, ears away from truth and aside to myths. And the Apostle John wrote these words. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit. Just because it's spiritual doesn't mean it's good. Are you catching this? You can be all kinds of weird spiritual do-do-do-do-do things. That's not good. Don't believe every spirit. Test the spirits to see whether they're from God. How do you know if they're from God? Because they're done in the name of Jesus. Okay? So anyway, it is. So what are we supposed to do about it? Well, 
to a great degree, we're not going to do anything. We're not going to boycott the hospital. We continue to go to the hospital. They're great people, fabulous doctors and caregivers. My advice to you is very simple. If you're at a facility like this, uh, you know, or an Aurora facility, and someone comes to you and wants to use the power of the universe to get rid of your pain, just very politely say, no, thank you. That's all I got. You don't have to punch him in the face. <laughs> you don't have to yell and start rebuking him in the name of Jesus or anything, you know. You know, just, just, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. We don't, we don't do that. Okay. Uh, again, I wish organizations like this did not allow these kind of things, but it's not my call. It's their call. Uh, and it is what it is. So, that's all you got to do. And be aware of these things. Don't be duped. Not just by this, but anything along these lines. And there's always stuff that's coming. By the way, there's a movie coming out. Hopefully it's a big, colossal failure. But if not, there'll be a big hip thing. There's a movie coming out now. Uh, I don't know if it's J-Lo or whoever is in it, but in the movie, she's a Reiki healer. And she uses to heal up here. And, and it'll seem real and say, Pastor, it's real. How do you know? I saw it in a movie. You know, but it don't, just don't go there. There were people who tried to use all kinds of spiritualism things and want to read palms and all kinds of stuff and all kinds. But pastor, I know Christians who are Reiki people. I know, and I know Christians who are liars and who are adulterers and who steal. Look, just because you're a Christian doesn't fix whatever you're doing. Are you catching that? If I'm a jerk and I say, but I'm a Christian, I'm still a jerk. All right? Just because you're doing something that's a little out contrary to biblical teaching, say, but I'm a Christian, or I know Christians who do it, doesn't change jack. All it means is they're doing something they really should not be doing, not according to the scripture. Our foundation always has to be the Bible. What does the Bible say? Because if you get away from that, then it's a free-for-all. Then everybody can make up anything they want about anything at any time, which some people like. That's their version of religion. Just whatever you want to do, everybody. Woo-hoo. Okay, but that's, that's not here. That's not what we do. We are here to share about the power of Jesus Christ in your life. And that's why it says this in the book of Acts, salvation is found in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. The reason we share what we share, teach what we teach, preach what we preach, it's all because of Jesus. It is through Jesus Christ that we can find forgiveness of sins, that we can find true healing and blessing and strength and comfort because of what he did. We believe Jesus to be the Messiah, God in the flesh who died on that cross and on that third day rose again from the dead unlike anybody else in the entire world. Ever. There's something different, special, powerful, wonderful, and glorious about Jesus. I said, well, there's other religions who disagree with you. Well, I know. 
There's all kinds of people who disagree. But it doesn't change the fact that's what Christians are about. That's why we proclaim what we proclaim. It's why we share what we share. It's why we sing what we sing. It's why we do what we do. Even the most simplest of kindnesses we do in the name of Jesus. When we feed those hungry kids around the world of these orphanages that we raise money for, we do it in the name of Jesus. When we go to South America and dig these wells for communities that have no fresh water, we do it in the name of Jesus. Everything we do, we proclaim, because we believe that salvation is found in no other way than through his glorious, wonderful name. All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you for your kindness and all of your blessings. We thank you for life that we have in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I pray that you would help us to be circumspect and aware and not to just walk around just being duped by very nice, wonderful-sounding people, but to realize that we need to be careful and make sure that we only give ourselves over spiritually to you, to your power, to your kindness. We believe there's salvation found in no other than in your wonderful name. God, help us to be very devout in this sense and to share and in everything we do, to do it all in your name. And we pray this in the name of Jesus. And everyone said, amen. God bless you.